0: IV Coaches presents.
1: Hello, IV Coaches listeners.
0: This is a new series by Coach Pedari, who is a professional certified coach by ICF, with 12 years in leadership and 5 years in coaching.
1: He will be interviewing his peer executive coaches have spent years helping organizations and individuals grow their business and achieve their goals. Please join us for this week's interview with Coach Pedari.
0: Hello everyone and welcome back to our podcast sessions. This is Coach Pedari and with me I have the one and only coach uh, Jacopo Nicelli from Milano. Hi Jacopo, how are you doing today? Hi, Coach Pedai. Uh,
1: Thank you for having me in this uh, new uh, edition of our podcast and uh, doing very well. In Milan, the temperature is
0: heating up, but uh, we're nice and fresh and ready to start. I'm sure with heating up, uh, you probably uh, haven't gone close to our temperature down here in Dubai, but uh, I I assume it's going to get hot. Uh, also in, in Milano this year. So we've been away for a while. Uh, we kept everyone on their toes for the next uh, podcast topic, which is uh, Feedback. We spoke about this in our previous podcast in dele- about delegation uh, And we promised to come back and talk about feedback and what it means How it's provided and what are the pitfalls? So without further ado, I'm gonna jump right into the topic and I'm gonna ask you, what is feedback? What is the definition of the feedback?
1: Okay, um, thank you for, for the question. Actually, when, when we left our listeners the, um, in the last episodes of the delegation podcast, I mentioned the fact that I always make a metaphor regarding feedback, which is, uh, it's like either being within a foggy environment So as if you were in the woods and it was foggy or being uh, at the seaside on the beach with a sunny day. So if you don't get feedback, you're lost. You don't know if you're doing well, if you're doing bad, and you make up stories about how you're doing because uh, you're not so good at, at looking. At yourself and saying if you're doing, if your results, if your behavior, if your engagement, if, if your approach towards a project is uh, good or not so good. So it's like being in the fog. You don't know where to go. You don't know what to do. You feel lost. Psychological safety is compromised. You feel bad. You don't feel motivated. You feel stuck. You just sit there. You do nothing because it's foggy and you're a bit afraid. Whereas if you receive properly packaged and properly given and properly thought about feedback, then you'll be on the sunny beach and and you will have the opportunity to do something about the message, the information, the help, the support that you're given with the feedback that whoever is going to be giving you because anyone can give feedback to anyone else so it's a 360 degree uh, possibility that you have so you can either give feedback to your boss to your peers to 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 your team to, uh, to your friends to your family to your children to whoever of course there's some structure there's some rules there's some ways of doing it and going to your question the definition so I'll give you one definition of course, my definition of feedback, but there's so many out there. And and the the best definition that we've found so far is that it's used to describe helpful information or criticism about an action or a behavior from an individual. And it's uh, usually when when there's this behavior, this behavior it's it's being seen by someone and communicated to to the person. So who sees who 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 looks at this behavior done by someone communicates his his feelings, his uh, desires, his understandings, and his reactions towards that behavior to the person who acted the behavior. And, and so this information which is sent from who looks to, to the person who actually does the action is information which is useful to adjust and improve current and future actions and behaviors. Feedback usually happens in an environment which reacts to an action or or to a behavior. And who could say that feedback is not a good thing? Uh, we can all benefit from feedback um, we can all have better results from feedback if a company or, or within a team or even within uh, a sports environment you you think and imagine of a of a sports team of a, a soccer team or a polo team or a, Uh, Whatever team even Formula One racing teams if don't they don't feedback each other with high frequency and with candor with uh, meaning and with the intention of doing good of Helping the other person to improve of helping the other person to do better of helping the other person to reach better uh, results with less effort then if we do develop within those environments that culture uh, we're going to be having great benefits for for everyone really so within the definition there's you know an action and a reaction towards a behavior
0: well I'm sure the the word feedback uh, is as ancient as uh, as, as organizations um, you know um, I myself have, In given feedback, I've never, you know, there was times I never reacted positively to it. And there were times where I had to give feedback and it wasn't perhaps perceived in the way I was planning it to be provided. So the question is, I think feedback is the most misunderstood definition of a tool or a method of providing um, a critique to anyone. What does feedback look like? what should it look like, or how should it sound?
1: Yeah, you, well, you're right, we're, we're never, unless uh, we have a culture which takes a long time to develop within an organization, uh, we're never really prepared to receive the feedback. We're never really happy to receive the feedback because mostly um, whoever, is giving the feedback is not accustomed to give it and and most of the times um, what he says on and how he says it uh, we perceive it negatively so we we feel threatened to receive that whilst receiving that that feedback and we don't enjoy it we don't like it and most likely we're not going to be acting upon it uh, because our one of the parts of our brain is going to be telling us what does he want from me? He he just wants to you know look good towards someone else, but he's not really interested in my development. So proper um proper feedback looks like um um someone who comes to you um with a message, which is a message um uh, which is thought about initially. So who gives the feedback has to think about what he says before he says it. Of course, it's not just he sees something and he says it straight away. And this will will have to be heard properly. So whenever I receive a feedback, I need to hear it. I need to understand it. And I need to accept it. Because uh, unless I don't hear it, I don't understand it. I don't accept it. I will do anything about it and it's gonna be a feedback lost given to to you know to to the air and just thrown into a bin. These are the areas within your power. so you have the power to make the feedback be heard, understood, and accepted. You have no control if who receives the the, the feedback chooses to act upon your feedback. So let's put this on the side for, for the time being. So generally, feedback is broken into two types, a positive feedback and a constructive feedback. So sometimes the, the constructive can be also referred as negative, but anyways, uh, there, there can't be any growth, any improvement, any development if we don't gain insight in what needs to be changed. And as we all do mistakes, because we're human, as we all have um, margin of growth, of improvement, then uh, either we, we do develop that culture of feedback within organizations or else we won't have lots of opportunities to innovate, to transform, to change, to be better in competition and then our, um, you know, our our competitors. And actually, even in this specific uh, time post COVID or within COVID, again, we don't understand about that. We're, We're not doctors, so we won't be talking about that. But companies need to do uh, a journey of radical change, of radical improvement, of radical difference in the way they interact with their own customers, with the market, with their own suppliers, and so on. So feedback is going to be a tool, a leadership tool, a management tool, a organizational tool, which is going to be um, a pillar, one of the real strong pillars which is gonna be holding up uh, companies in order to uh, go forward and be fit for what what they need to be in order to go ahead and be uh, successful in their future.
0: So in, in, in this case, I hear it very clearly, yeah, loud and clear that feedback can be effective and ineffective no doubt, as anything else. Um, how do you assemble? How do you process or how do you put into process an effective feedback? Because as you said, it's not just when it comes to your mind that something is done or someone does something that you don't perhaps agree with or even disagree with, um, which is the same but in a different way. Sometimes we, we, we disagree but we choose not to um, talk about it. Um, but if we want to be genuine and true with ourselves, we need to provide the feedback in the right time, to the right person, in the right way. So, what and how does an effective versus an ineffective feedback look like? Perfect. Um, very interesting.
1: Uh, so, so there, there, there's a there's a very uh, clear and and. Uh, Specified border between what's effective effective and what's not effective. So um, Effective uh, feedback is frequent so frequency is uh, One aspect of feedback, which is a must It's ongoing uh, So it's not like performance reviews which happen once a year and they actually performance reviews I I'm totally against performance reviews because they talk about something which happened Throughout the year, so I can't do anything to go back in time and fix what I did seven months ago. So that's why Feedback needs to be frequent and ongoing Has to be based on measurable facts Cannot be generic, cannot be uh, given towards the person, but it has to be given towards the behavior. So I talk about the behavior. I don't talk about the person. I don't say you did this, you did that. But I saw that the presentation, which was given uh, whilst we were presenting the new product, Uh, was a bit weak in terms of the advantages and benefits that the clients or the potential clients could have um, achieved by buying the new product. So you don't talk about, you didn't say this, you didn't do that, you didn't whatever, but you talk about the behavior. So you're actually talking about the behavior. It has to be specific and targeted, it has to be actionable in terms of the fact that who receives the feedback has to have the possibility to act upon it because he understands what what, what the person is saying, what his peer, or what his boss is saying, and he can do something about it. He is capable and he is skilled to do something about it to correct his action and to do better the next time, and also be effective. Approach is collaborative, meaning that uh, it's a way to be uh, generous towards someone else and help them improve their own way of acting upon, uh, I don't know, problem solving or selling or whichever action they're doing, whichever uh, project they're, they're involved in however that they're, they're working there has to be this collaborative uh, approach that I'm giving you a feedback because I want because I have within my heart the desire to see you improve in what you're doing to raise the bar for you whereas um, if we want to talk about ineffective um, I'll, I'll be brief because it's a, a bit, uh, you know, the other side of, of of the apple, or the other side of of the effective feedback. But just briefly, um, avoid being too vague and not citing spe- specific examples. Before I was saying, don't be generic, okay? And here I say, if you want to be in, ineffective, or if you don't want to be ineffective, don't be vague and, and give specific examples. Keep it short and focused. Deliver um, deadlines. It's something that you should never do. Or threatening people. If you don't do it, this then something else which is even worse will happen. So never give threats, never give ultimatums or deadlines. If you're not prepared, or if you haven't thought about the feedback that you you are about to give, it's better if you hold, keep it to yourself, think about it, reflect upon it, be prepared, and then give it. Um, Something else that you should never insist on is only giving negative feedback. There are some managers, there are some leaders who have this sort of uh, inner joy or inner uh, sadistic approach of giving only negative feedback to people just to make them feel bad. And maybe they have other purposes to give only negative feedback. So something else is you have to have a mix. As, as in everything, you have to have a balance. There, there must be positive feedback, which gives the opportunity to improve. There there can be also some negative feedback, which tells the, the person, look, there's a better way of doing something. So I suggest you do it in this other way or think about a, a better way to do it so you, you can achieve better results. And the other thing and the last uh, item about Ineffective feedback is that who gives the feedback does all the talking. And the other person doesn't do anything and just listens. That is not the proper way of giving a feedback.
0: Interesting. Um, I've, I've worked with a couple of organizations. I've worked with many leaders in my past and present. And um, one thing I sometimes um, don't really understand is... Why feedback is not part of leadership growth, and why uh, sometimes when you talk with leaders, they seem to have that lack of knowledge of how, when, and where to provide feedback, what we're talking about right here, right? Um, you can see people giving feedback in a general session and also in groups, or generalizing or generalizing feedback trying to avoid confrontational conversations, right? Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, um, why should the feedback not be given in in a crowd, even if you want to give a message out? And how do you identify? So let's say a leader um, has issues with getting a one-on-one, right? Is there a way to to break that uh, pattern? Is there a way to uh, be comfortable in a one-on-one? Uh, session uh, if, if a leader isn't capable if it isn't um, experienced enough because obviously um, a lot of listeners viewers might be just in entry level, mid in, in managerial uh, and even at higher level they, they might just have not been able to ever understand the art of feedback and providing it. so for someone listening to you you know where the when we kind of covered it but where uh and you know how to learn when to seek seize the opportunity and seize the time and place.
1: Thank you, coach, for the very interesting question. Um the on, on the first on the first side, I mean the first question um is doing when in which kind of environment you should be giving that kind of feedback, either being a positive one or a negative one. There are different places for different feedbacks. So, First of all, my suggestion is always the one that, if it's a negative feedback, you have to find uh, an isolated place where you have a one-to-one discussion with the person to whom you're giving feedback. And nobody else should be involved except for you and him. And nobody should be listening to what you you're saying to that person. You're not going to be uh, you're not going to be fierce, you're not going to be uh ugly. you're not going to be sadistic towards this person by giving him a feedback. but it's better if you give that feedback to that person in an isolated environment. So, close close the door, go into the office, go to the park, because may- maybe people would also prefer to receive the feedback in an outside environment. So you can just go outside of the building, go across the door, uh, across, sorry, across the street, go to the park in front of the building, and just have a walk or sit on a bench and just have a chat and give your feedback. So, you have to consider the person, the person's desires in terms of receiving the feedback. And if it's a proper moment to, to, for them to receive the feedback, because it could be that they have perfectly understood, realized, and acknowledged the fact that they didn't go exactly the way they should have, and so they, they are upset with it, with themselves. So probably their, their, their emotions are very high, they're, they're very intense, and that would not be a proper moment to give a feedback to someone who's feeling already bad about it. So you're giving, you're putting negative on negative. So always consider, if it's a, the proper moment to give a feedback, consider, that when you're giving a negative feedback, it's better to give it isolated, whereas if you're giving a positive feedback, a rule of thumb, which I always suggest, is to do it in public. Why? The reason why is that you create an example. You create something which other people want to follow. If you do it properly, The person who is going to be receiving the feedback is going to be feeling motivated, is going to be feeling engaged, is going to be feeling well, and is going to be feeling committed to doing better. And uh, he's going to be also feeling grateful towards that um, improvement uh, suggestion, that opportunity to improve. So he's going to be feeling grateful. And happy, and he's going to be glowing from happiness because his boss Noticed that something didn't go exactly the way it should have and c- goes up to him and in a proper uh, polite gentle With a growth mindset attitude is going to be telling him look, you know, I've noticed this This is what I felt. This is how the clients felt this is what I noticed. I suggest that if it happens another time, you could be doing something different. Think about it. We can have another chat some other time. And keep it up. Because you're doing good. And go ahead. And uh, we can also give our listeners it's called the sandwich model, which is the model to to, to give a proper feedback. And it's Uh, You can find the image, if you Google it, the sandwich feedback model, but uh, we can talk about that a bit later. Nonetheless, positive feedback in public is going to be giving the example, so other people want to be following uh, that experience or to have that experience at the same time. So they, they won't feel the risk and the threat to be wrong or to do a mistake because they understand that there's someone on the other side who's willing to help, who's willing to give his contribution towards our improvement, towards our well-being, towards our motivation, towards our success.
0: Interesting point that you bring this with uh, feedback in group, or in an an open audience, uh, in, uh, in in rich space. I've personally uh, I've had um, one experience what I want to share with you that it might have seemed skeptical, but I think what you just said resonates so much with the fact that it creates um, trust and also um, a culture. So I'm not sure uh, if our viewers or listeners are you know acquainted with the Toastmaster Club. The Toastmaster Club is obviously where you uh, can learn the art of public speaking, uh, time management, leadership, and et cetera. So in one of the sessions years ago when I was attending, and, and first time, I was shocked at the fact that every person who was up for a speech was going to pre- deliver a speech on that day would receive, would have someone who is the evaluator on the other side. And the evaluator would uh, um, start by giving, uh, obviously after hearing the speech, would start by giving a feedback. Right away, in front of everyone, to that to that one speaker, and it was done in such a fluent and such a process and such a. um, I'm sure you're going to talk about this next. Uh, The model that you know that was used was that, as you just mentioned, the speaker might have just done a very crappy job, if I may say so, even, Uh, or it might have been not satisfied with what they had prepared, but they really, really focused on one or two points which were excellent. And also a point or two that obviously could be done much better. And yes, the speaker went down feeling like a king on that stage. Um, so to your point, I think it's a great example of giving feedback open, but knowing what you do, what you're getting yourself into and and how. So on that note, you mentioned empathy, strong communication skills and trust. Now, communication skill definitely is clear to a certain extent. I want to go to the last word, trust. We're humans, so it will happen that time from time, from time to time, a leader or an associate may, may not have a good day. He or she might just not be at the top of their game of that day, and a feedback or, or not so relevant or not so appropriate or effective feedback might have been given. How do you reverse that? I know that we're trying to avoid ineffective feedback, but let's say that you, you slip. What is the way to get out of it? Uh, I, I, you know, because the trust is something that when it's broken, it's not that easily built up again. So, and again, trust takes time to build. So I think a small mistake won't break it. However, it might just have a bit of a, you know, might feel like a turbulent uh, flight. Have you had experience? What do you do? What do you do if you slip? And we can slip. all of us can slip to get back on track
1: correct uh, you know even in th- these times i i I was uh, with uh online with a, with a leader yesterday and and he was telling me and this is something that we hear across all industries all kinds of uh sectors and, and positions and roles the people are really uh, Close to being burnt out I mean their brain is not functioning properly because they have so much on their plates uh, So many things are happening uh, The situation is unclear. They don't know if they're gonna be making it or not. They don't know if they will have to leave someone at home so it's a very intense uh, psych- psychological situation, which at times, of course, takes to people to to be in a stressful situation in a sort of a, they feel as if they were in a danger zone and as we know when we feel in danger and in threat uh, automatically this fight-or-flight um, occurrence takes place And so uh, we're ready to either uh, run as fast as we can away from the the issue, the problem, or fight against it. And this means that all the blood leaves our our body parts and goes to our muscles in order for us to run as fast as we can, or fight as strong as we can. The, the, The net result is that our brain is emptied of blood. And doesn't behave properly, so uh, we're not as uh, clear in our minds we're not as as straightforward we're not we're not as uh, logic as at times and it does happen that we say um, uh, we say things or we give feedback in the wrong way we say we say things that we would never have given if we were relaxed and, and chilling at the bar with a glass of wine, but it happens. And and these times it happens more than any other times. So my suggestion in order to repair or to uh, put a bandaid onto a negative situation of giving a feedback in the wrong way is to, you know, as soon as you can, Uh, Show your vulnerability show that you're Talk to the person and say to the person that you're sorry That you didn't mean it that what you meant was something else and you explain what you meant what what you really meant and um, That you're going to be doing your best for something like that not to happen anymore and You're going to be asking also it's gonna be an opportunity to ask to this person for a feedback towards you. Because many people think that feedback, it's a one-way process, which is not. Uh, as I said before, feedback is has to go in all directions. So upwards, downwards, laterally to everyone. So when you sort of do it wrong, as you said before, it can be an opportunity to ask the person to whom you've given a wrong feedback. Please, could you give me a feedback on how I am with you, or, or how I am in specific situations, or whatever? So, I I would show my vulnerability. I would show my humanity. I would ask. Uh, I would say that I, I'm sorry. I would I would ask. You know. If uh, this thing that I said in the wrong way uh, could be cancelled, of course it won't be cancelled because things always stay and they get fixated into people's brains and minds. But nonetheless, if I just leave it as it is, it it can really uh, backfire. Whereas if I want to keep um, respectful, uh, trustful and honorable and, and a growth uh, approach towards this person, the thing is to act as quickly as you can and and go the way I was explaining explaining before
0: And I think you said it all there with uh, the fact that vulnerability is, is, an, is an important factor in, in building trust in the first place. Um, and, um, leaders have to show uh, the soft side. Because there's, there's always a soft side involved, and I don't believe it for a minute that any of us is made of hard shells only. So, um, in, in corporate environments specifically, people tend to see kindness as weakness, and also that uh, indecisiveness—you um, uh, know—to stand their point even if they're wrong—and and that's perhaps where the bigger issues will start coming into into the into the game. Um, Interesting, you brought the sandwich model. I'm sure the viewers and listeners would love to know how many models are there. Are there different types of feedback um, models to be provided? Which ones do you personally maybe prefer or is there anyone which stands above anyone else? Join us on the next episode for the rest of the discussion.